Hello and welcome to the Virginius Podcast. Very first episode, to be exact. I'm Liz and this is Rachel. Hello. Again. <laughs> uh, this podcast is a space for women and menstruating humans to just come together, have a few laughs, and connect about what it's like trying to make it through the world when you have uh, all the things going on that we have going on in our heads, in our bodies. Socially. All, all, just literally all Spiritually, of the Spiritually, mentally. Yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> the podcast is called Vagenius after one of our favorite shows. And it speaks to, although we're both, you know, entrepreneurs, wives, we have hobbies and passions, everything seems to come back to in our conversations how our bodies and our biology impacts the rest of our life. And yeah. so we want to talk about how by better educating yourself and having open discussions about your v word <laughs> that we can live better happier more fuller yeah, yeah like more fulfilling lives i think we for a long time wanted and, and we is like a, a social you know united states kind of we we want to like pretend like being a woman having a uterus having a vagina doesn't impact how we go about life um but it really does like mm-hmm. it affects almost every single aspect of who we are and what we do and like how we should be doing things. It's been like the dirty little secret of like, don't talk about it. We know you have it, but hide your tampon on the way to the bathroom. And we are sick of that. So we're not going to do it. And that's part of the reason we chose the name as well. Because when you are out networking or socially and you tell people, oh yeah, we're starting a podcast. I'm like, what's it called? And they're like, Vagenius. And they're like, every like, like like vagina? Like, yes. Yeah, like vagina. And that yeah. is our tagline. Yes, the V is for vagina. <laughs> it's fun. We have a lot of fun here. Um, and honestly, we're really excited to start this podcast. We've been having these conversations with each other, you know, for all of the years that we've known each other. And we thought we wanted to share our own insights and our opinions and research that we've done with other people to help them mm-hmm. also kind of conquer all of the things that are happening in life. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, these were just the conversations we were already having and we thought about how we wanted more people to be there yeah. for the conversations because we want to talk about it and help educate people, but at the same time, we teach each other so much oh, yeah. all the time. We're always like, oh, I saw this article. Oh, I like saw this interview, whatever it is. And so this is also a chance for us to reach so many more people, hopefully, over the years and have you leave comments or send emails or whatever it may be saying, oh, have you guys heard about this? Like, yeah. Let's talk about this. Because even though we're on this side of the microphone, I think both of our dream is to have it be a real conversation yeah. between us and all the other amazing women out there going through life and yeah. figuring and it out. Definitely expect lots of really juicy interviews because <laughs> that's something we want to learn. Like yeah. That's a huge goal for us is just continuing to learn mm-hmm. From older women who have different, mm-hmm. you know, walks of life and have mm-hmm. different experiences and different knowledge than we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to kind of give you guys a background of the knowledge, experience, mm-hmm. life walk that we have, we kind of want to set up mm-hmm. just like a little intro yeah. to us. Um, because I think it's important <laughs> for you guys to know who we are. Because I think it offers like a whole different insight into mm-hmm. why we're doing what we're doing and yeah. why we have certain beliefs, opinions um or biases points of view yeah Yeah. all of the things that also make each of us human i mean you wouldn't have a conversation with us in public about your vagina yeah (laughs) without knowing who we 
And so we'll tell you a little bit about us. And hopefully when this podcast come out, comes out, wherever you see it, we'd love to hear a little bit about you as well. And so to battle our social awkwardness and get ready for interviews we'll do in the future, Rachel and I decided to do kind of an interview style for each other. And so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Who's starting? Uh, I, I guess I'll ask you questions first. This could be just weird. Who knows? Um, Liz, what do you do? What's your full name? <laughs> like, tell, tell me all about you. Okay, so my name's Liz. My full name is Elizabeth, but that's a very old person name, so her, I go by Liz. Her maiden name is Savage, yeah. which is really freaking cool. So Liz Savage, but I will be tacking on my husband's last name at the end, uh, but I'm always going to hold on to Savage because it's just so much more memorable and it's fun. Cool. It's cool. <laughs> and then what I do about, it's been about a year now. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's been a year. That's it's been crazy. a year <laughs> of me running a business mentoring company called Fruitful Foundation. So I work specifically with first-time female entrepreneurs because I have this program that I developed it for how to start your business Mm -hmm. in a really strong way. Obviously, Fruitful Foundations with the idea being that if you take care of certain things at the beginning, that you will reap the rewards, reap the fruit of your labor later on. Because I've worked with so many startups and I see people uh, make really smart decisions that a lot of people don't, that pays off big time mm-hmm. later on. And I've seen people go into common pitfalls or choose not to do things now. And it ends up really hurting them yeah. later. And I have a really big passion for female owned businesses. I think they're amazing. I think we treat our workers in a really amazing way. And I hope that one day when I have kids that they work in a, in a economy where there's more, women businesses like that. So if I can do my little part to help more of those businesses survive, get through startup, get through that first year, that first five years, um, I feel like I'm, I can be proud of that. So how did you get into this space? Like what made you want to do this? Um, I have always been interested in sales and like business and marketing. I recently realized we'll dive into this on another podcast about like all the weird little lies that we tell ourselves. I thought that I couldn't be an entrepreneur for years. I was like, oh no, entrepreneurs are people who have these stories of like, they made $500 selling stickers in elementary school and they knew that, they always knew. And it wasn't until I decided to push past the doubt that I wasn't Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur that I started to remember these stories of making Christmas cards and selling them to my teachers or... I was pretty much raised an only child, so like playing games where I ran a gas station and sold lottery tickets, like weird stuff like that. All that to say, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, I've always been interested in business and Mm -hmm. my dad was in sales. And so he was always like, sell me this pen, all that classic stuff. And as I got older, I started researching more for my own sake. And I chose not to go to college because that wasn't a good fit for me. And I decided to jump into the workforce instead. And I started applying my knowledge and getting new jobs at bigger, not exactly bigger, but more independent companies where I could start to make decisions Mm -hmm. and see if I was actually good at this stuff or not. And over the years, I realized that... She she is. (laughs) It's one of those things. Like, it's really hard to be like, no, I'm good at this. And no, I didn't go to school. I believe I'm talented and I've applied my knowledge and seen it work. Um, 
And yeah, I guess that's how I got into it was just experimenting and following the passion. And my husband has worked in e-commerce and internet marketing for years. And so when I met him, I ended up getting exposed to a whole new world of resources and really successful people and software and books and trainings. And it just really catapulted my passion and my learning. And I'm very, very blessed that he came into my life and I got to dive into that. It's weird how like one person, even if it's not like that one person is very, you know, like important in your life. Like obviously (laughs) this is, you know, this is my husband, very important important. person, but But, yeah, it can just be a stranger. Yeah. That you meet. Oh, that painting looks really good. And you're like, Oh my God, I can paint. Yes. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. So I I think it's so cool Mm -hmm. how one person can change your whole life. And Mm -hmm. even in like the smallest way that you wouldn't realize Mm -hmm. that they did that. Yeah. Yeah. But I quit my job in the middle of the pandemic. (laughs) Same husband supported me. He's like, yeah, quit your job. I believe in you. And I realized that I had a lot of friends, (laughs) not just Rachel, but a lot of friends who were starting businesses. And oftentimes I was the friend that would go and get coffee and give them advice. And I realized how much that like made my heart glow Mm -hmm. and how much I loved it. And so I decided... You know, I'm going to look back on my experiences and I took a day and I literally just typed out pages and pages of everything I had learned and looked at it for a pattern. And the pattern I found was, I'm not an expert at everything (laughs) by no means, but I have a really strong understanding of what can make or break you in your startup, in your foundation. And so I decided to make a course and I've been loving it. I've been... (laughs) Not McDonald's, dang it. <laughs> I've been really enjoying it uh, for about a year now, and I'm really excited about the new year and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. It's really exciting. It's, it's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, too. <laughs> all right. Is it my turn yet? Or do you have any more questions? I have no more questions for you. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's the worst first date I've ever been on. I know. It's okay. <laughs> all right. So... Who are you, Miss Mojo? Um, okay, so that's my alter ego. It's a whole thing. We'll go into that in a different episode. Um, my name is Rachel Krause. I own a skincare company called Dirty Peach. Um, what we do is we formulate products that pair alongside of your menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know, you have four phases in your menstrual cycle. And during those four phases, your entire body goes through like a slew of changes based off of your hormones. And one of those things inside your body that changes is your skin and the amount of oil you have on your skin, Mm -hmm. lack of oil you have in your skin, sensitivity, all of the things, it changes. And so when you're using traditional skincare, where you just have one cleanser used for the entire month, Mm -hmm. it could be like an acne-based cleanser that is going to be way too harsh on your skin, on your period. Mm -hmm. And I was having these issues where I was like, um... This stuff's not working for me. Yeah. I was it's a frustration. Out. You're yeah. breaking out and you're like, okay, I'm going to use this soap that I know works and it doesn't work. And then you just feel like you're... Yeah. And you're more likely to break out on your period because yeah. estrogen helps fight sebum or oil levels in your skin mm-hmm. and it drops significantly in your menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. And so you have some, not something there that's like helping to fight off that oil. Yeah. So you break out more naturally. Period it's very pimples. Yeah. It's a natural thing. And... I kept having that and I was like, what the heck? Like I'm doing, I'm trying to do all of these things mm-hmm. that I can do and it's not working. My skin was always really raw and sensitive and it was like, it just, mm-hmm. 
it was not, it didn't feel good. Yeah. Like it, it just kind of hurt, especially on my period. And I was like, and these cleansers are just hurting my skin. <laughs> I'm already in pain. They're hurting it. Yeah. Um, and so I decided, I was like, you know what? Once I started getting into this like menstrual community where I found out that your period is more than just the four to seven days that you bleed. It's mm-hmm. like the whole month, it's like the whole thing. I didn't know that when yeah. I grew up. And so I decided, I was like, you know what? I can't be the only person with this yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. I need to like kind of do something about mm-hmm. it. First, it started with like, I was just making my own products. Yeah. Um, because I already had sensitive mm-hmm. skin and I was really sick of trying to find something that worked. Yeah. I was, was going like, to ask you I'm... how you got to this point. Yeah. But what you said, it also reminded me, we're going to go off on tangents. It's going to happen. Yeah. All the time. The idea that you're like, oh yeah, there's normal me 25 days of the month and then there's my period. Mm-hmm. And like you think that it's like, oh, this is this is just plain or normal, and then my period happens, and that's it. It's either here or it's not, and those mm-hmm. are the two modes, and it's not true. Yeah. But just my little tangent. But, yeah. You know, you already kind of started going into it, but what got you into your field? What brought you to sitting here today? So I have always really been into like making things myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just always very creative and like hands-on as a kid. And even when I was like a teenager, I started to do, I made my own bath bombs. Yeah. I really, a bath was like my self-care. It was like, this is, yeah. I'm in it still is. What, yeah, it really is. <laughs> and so I started making my own bath products. And that's kind of what Dirty Peach started out as, mm-hmm. was like a bath and bath accessory. It like, was Dirty Peach soap. soap. Dirty Peach Soap Co. is what it started out as, which is a cute name, but. That's cute. We had to leave um, it behind. But it was like bath bombs and bath salts and face masks and very, very simple things. Like, I literally think I wrote with a Sharpie on the label. Like, it was... You did. Was cr- I remember it was, that. <laughs> it was cringy. Very cringy. It's printing out, like, labels mm-hmm. on, like, from yeah, my yellow laptop. yellow paper. Do you remember the yellow paper that your labels were on? Oh, yeah. I got the things from Walmart. It was bad. It was everybody all starts, very Everybody bad. starts at a weird Yeah. It's, it's actually kind of a cool story. Yeah. Because it feels like it was so, like small and one day it's gonna be very big (laughs) um and I started doing that and I wanted to do more with it and so I was like oh I think I'll make like a legit business out of this Mm -hmm. and as I started getting deeper in it one I realized I wasn't super into just the like cosmetic skincare piece of it Mm -hmm. um and like the bath piece of it and I that's when I was really starting to understand my body and how it Mm -hmm. worked and so I was like oh these are all connected. Mm-hmm. And again, I couldn't find the products that I was looking for anywhere. Yeah. And I had already started making them for myself. And so I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to do this thing for real. I completely yeah. made this like 180 pivot. I remember talking with Liz about it. And I was like, I think this is what I want to do now. Yeah. Um, and this was like right around the time that Liz left her job and was starting Fruitful. And it all just kind of came together it all happened, at this perfect yeah. time. Um, and I went through Liz's program mm-hmm. and... She was my beta tester. Yeah. I was like, tell me if this works. Because that's, that's always yeah. the beginning is you're like, is this all in my head? Like, is this a bunch of BS that I think I know? And so I was like, Rachel has always been brutally honest with me. We have this agreement. I was like, all right, I'm going to like take you through this program. And I was still working on it. It wasn't even finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm going to take you through the coaching program and get to the end. Because she was starting yeah. Dirty Peach, It the timing worked out. I was like, tell me how it is. Yeah. And I feel like we had a really great time. And that's when we really both started talking about 
Like that's when this kind of friendship formed of like, yeah, we talk about our friendship the has hard, had different phases. It really has. Um, but we talk about like Tearful the hard at weird, the table. Yeah. <laughs> like so many things. Um, what do you think was your, your tripping point into, you're talking about how you started to realize that like the cosmetic or surface level soap style products weren't enough and you wanted to get more into your biology like what was happening in your life that made you start really looking into how the things we put on our skin affect our bodies so i think i had like recently gotten married Mm -hmm. so i think maybe like a year into marriage i had originally started trying to take birth control and i had sort of heard very little things about like negative things about birth control. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. Uh, I had a really bad experience with the doctor that prescribed me the birth control. And when we will have a whole birth control episode yeah. and we'll kind of talk <laughs> about this whole situation again. But I, I started to like kind of think, oh, these things are probably like affecting me somehow. I was also mm-hmm. as a married woman, I was like, one day I want to have kids. Like, we were not in that yeah. space yet. And we still aren't. Like, we don't have kids. And we're not necessarily planning for any in the near future. So you're not trying to get pregnant. No. But you also... I wanted to make sure my body was ready. Mm-hmm. Because I always knew in the back of my head that, like, my period is tied to my fertility. In some yeah. way, shape, or form. Even if I had no mm-hmm. real knowledge to, like, back that up. There's some sort of association. Yeah. With... With the, very, with the very little knowledge that I had, I always knew that, like... It, it, they were intertwined in some yeah. way, shape, or form. There's something wrong with my period. Then there might I'm, be something wrong with yeah, my I'm like, fertility. And as I was growing up, I... We all panic about that. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, like, had no periods growing up. I started... I was probably, like, in seventh grade or something, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I'd go, like, six months without a period. Mm-hmm. And then when I got it, it was either really light or it was really, really heavy, and I had mm-hmm. a lot, Like, they were just really chaotic. Yeah. And every time I went to the doctor, it was like, oh, that's just normal. I was like, okay. <laughs> And so when I got on birth control, I had a horrible experience. I was on the pill and I went psycho, like psycho. Yeah. I was so emotional and I'm already like, I can be like kind of an emotional person, Mm -hmm. but like this was a whole other level. Yeah. It's different. It was, I could not like control my emotions and my, myself, like who I was. I couldn't control it. Like the impulse control was just There was like this, the last straw was we went to a barbecue restaurant and I cried because they didn't have French fries. <laughs> and I was not like, oh, like ugly cried. Ugly cried. They didn't have French down. fries. And so I got off birth control and I started looking into like other, like either non-hormonal birth control options mm-hmm. or uh, what I know now to be FAM, the um, fertility awareness method. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I was thinking of something else, but. Which is, I think it's what both of us do now. Yeah. And we'll um, talk about that on the birth control episode episode thing. we'll talk about like how birth control was invented the women who were pretty much sacrificed to its development the pros and the cons because like as much as Rachel and I both like the natural path a little bit more and that that was what we personally chose yeah. we're both feminists and feminism is about choices women's freedom to choose yeah. And birth control is the right option for a lot of women. Mm-hmm. And so there's never any shame about that. But oh. we do think education and awareness yeah. around what it is and what you're choosing is super important. Because we've all seen this super huge packet of oh, the side warnings. Effects. 
in, yeah, in your birth control thing. And I know that not a lot of us read that all the way through. And so that's why we're kind of like your friend, your sister, to be like, okay, here's what you need to know. Here's what, like, we're the like, We're like the web MD, <laughs> but like better. <laughs> like, because we're not doctors. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're not. That, this is the whole disclaimer. We're not doctors. We're not doctors. We will Please. give no medical advice. Yeah, like, don't take what we say as medical advice. We do it, we feel it's yeah. best for ourselves. And we, like, share that information. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're kind of like, you can't really trust WebMD. Like, you can sort of trust mm-hmm. us. But always know that, like, yeah. if and we'll you always, know your body better, yeah. like, you know your body. You know your body. And if we ever, you know, make a, a recommendation or an opinion out there, it is always in good faith of, like, hey, to the best of our knowledge, this is what we think is best. We're not ever trying to, like... Yeah. Steer someone wrong. There's nothing in it for us. And we're human and we're totally fallible. And so great thing about science is more evidence and information comes comes up and opinions change. And that's not a bad thing. If you ever hear something that we say and you're like, I don't know if that's right. Fact check it. Send us research. Like we're not here to be right. We're here to learn learn as as a community, mm-hmm. as women. But yeah, this was like a long way of telling you yeah. who we are. <laughs> we are. We literally wanted this episode to be five minutes long. And we have a <laughs> timer running and it's like 20 minutes. It's fine. Um, it's fine. But this is Virginia's and, you know, sitting here listening to you and talking, I was thinking about how this came about because my husband and I lived in Puerto Rico for a few mm. months and Alex and Rachel, Alex is Rachel's husband, oh, yeah. <laughs> came to visit us for 16 days. It was fun. It was really, (laughs) really amazing. I think it's one of my favorite memories of my life. But day 16, Rachel and I are walking to the coffee shop and we're just sitting there quietly. And we had talked from like sunup to sundown for like 15 days straight. And on day 16, we were finally like, what else can we talk about? And we were just reflecting on how much we appreciate the kind of friendship that we have Mm. and the kind of conversations that we have. And how we wished there was a community more like that, where women were just talking about all the different perspectives without judgment and just looking at different point of views for the sake of looking at them, not yeah. to agree or disagree. And um, we decided that we wanted to share it with more people. Mm-hmm. And a big part of the idea was we're both women. Mm-hmm. We're both looking into, you know, what our our uterus and our vagina and our hormones <laughs> have to do with how we live our lives Mm -hmm. and especially how to balance that with being business owners and having partners that are involved in our, you know, our bodies and like all of this stuff. And yeah. Yeah. And what it's like to make our way through a very male dominated world as a woman who has a period and is trying to run her own business and find her own freedom and I was thinking about it, I was like, so you help people, your business is literally working with people's menstrual cycle and mm-hmm. syncing it to their health care and their skin care. Yeah. And my focus is on helping women start businesses. And we're like, let's make a podcast about people who do both of these things. Oh, these things. So maybe there are more people out there in the world like us. And mm-hmm. right now it's just me and Rachel and... <laughs> My office, <laughs> and maybe there's five people viewing this, and maybe one day there will be a lot more, and we'd love that, but this is us, and we're really excited to share all of our really crazy yeah. conversations. One thing you will learn is we 
are weirdos. Like, we're... Earlier, you were, we're like, in the United States. And it took everything in me not to go, Estados Unidos. <laughs> Anyways. So hopefully we can make you laugh. Or, or cringe. Like, you're like, ah. Either one. Like, what are we... What am, what am I watching? What is this? We're here to entertain. What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anything else? Do we want to talk about anything else this one? Um, I think that's it. I don't think so. Tune in to our next episodes. Yeah. Um, share with your friends. If you have somebody in your life that you know that like you have these same conversations with mm-hmm. or that you want to have these same conversations yes. with. Yes. Like sometimes it can be kind of intimidating bringing up like a more like intense or weird or vulnerable topic because yeah. you don't know how they're going to react. You don't know if they're going to be like, um, my vagina is none of your business. <laughs> like, you know, your vagina <laughs> is my business. <laughs> And it might be something of, like, if you have a male partner, mm, some yes. of these conversations can be a little intimidating or I don't, there's always different dynamics. And so, I don't know, I feel like I see videos explaining things about women's health or feminism or sex or whatever, and sometimes I'll send them to my husband because I'm not always as articulate or yeah. sometimes it's, like, a different point of view and it's a way to, like, come together about information in a very, like neutral space where you're like I'm not accusing you of anything I'm just showing you also sometimes like when you're giving somebody a new piece of information when you know somebody really really well sometimes you can be like that's not true like that's not real but when you hear it from like this outside source it seems more like official I think yeah well it makes you feel like you're not alone of like other people are having this experience as Mm -hmm. well and so it's like I'm not just coming to you saying hey I'm dealing with this I'm saying hey me and other women collectively experience these things and I want you to join this conversation with me. Yeah. So. I feel like this was good. I think so too. Not too bad. We're 27 minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Some of these will be short. Some will be long. We have a whole list of conversations and ideas that we kind of want to have and I think our first series will be disruptions. Yeah. Basically like Myth busting. Myth, myth busting. Call us the myth, myth busters? Is call us the called? myth busters, yes. Is that what they're called? Okay, yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe don't call us that because I think that might hey, be like the trademark. guy with the red hair, his last name is also Savage. Is and really? I have red hair. And he has a twin brother who was a teacher in my third grade school. That's so weird. It's very weird. That's, okay. You're only six people One away. On anyway. One on this. <laughs> Uh, thank you, and we'll talk soon. Yeah. Bye. Sayonara, Sammy. Sayonara, Sammy.